What attitudes do you need to avoid when you want to grow and succeed? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Hello, my Dark Horse friends and family. Welcome back to your daily dose of New Year's Day learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you? Well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with another daily success episode coming to you from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable steps tips, advice, and steps designed to help you level up your game because as we already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. All right, here we are, my Dark Horse friends and family. It is New Year's Day 2021, Season 2 of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. I'm calling it Season 2 because I started this podcast July 27th of 2020. And what a wild ride it's been. Went through a hundred episodes in 2020. This is episode 101 as we kick off January 1st, New Year's Day of 2021. And what a ride it was in 2020. Here's hoping that 2021 has a little better results or a lot better results for you as we go into it. And I wanted to start us off not talking about goal setting and resolutions, but let's chat about the eight ways to lose when it comes to your life and business. And I, I, I want to be up front here. I was lucky enough in my years of Coca-Cola to have served under, well, I mean, he was the president of the company, Bob, or excuse me, not Bob, but uh, Don Keough uh, served uh, whew, in so many awesome capacities within the Coca-Cola company. And during his tenure there, he did write an article where a couple of these uh, points were in there, and that's where I learned them. Uh, but since then, I've learned some others that I'm adding to it. So I just want to share with you eight ways to lose in life and business. So let's get going. The number one way to lose in life and business is to stop taking risks. Right? We've all heard that saying, and if we haven't, you're about to hear it now. Ships, ships are safe in the harbor. But you know what? That's not what ships were made for. Ships were made to be out there on the ocean, bucking the waves, riding the tidals, going from one place to another. And to get from point A to point B, yeah, there's going to be some risk involved. You're going to have some take the risk. Now, you can mitigate the risk as much as possible. You can navigate the risk as much as possible, but there will be risk. So the minute you stop taking risks in your business and in your life, you're going to start flatlining. 
And in that flat line, it makes you think about things like, you know, so many people say that incompetent people in positions of power ruin the company. And I'm not so sure that's the case. I, I think in the big scheme of things, the incompetent folks don't make it to positions of real power, right? It is those that are very competent and very capable that rise to those amazing levels uh, within an organization or create something of their own and then rest on those achievements, right? They, they get to a point where like complacent, you might say, and they just kind of rest on their laurels. So if you want to start losing, stop taking risks. All right, number two, to get out there and rely entirely on consultants and experts to make your decisions for you. Hmm. All right, so don't get me wrong. All right. I've served in the role of a consultant, served in the role as a quote unquote expert in research. All right. Being the organized method that it is to help you figure out what to do next when what you have been doing, you can either no longer do or is no longer working. Okay, good. But if you rely entirely, and there's the key word, entirely on those experts, then I think you and your business are going to begin to fall apart, are going to be drifting into the shallows, right back into the harbor where it's safe. So uh, lean on them, right? Get their expert opinion. That's why they're the experts. Bring in the guru to help guide some of your decisions or help educate you on something you may not be already aware of. But do not rely entirely. I mean, it's your business. It's your life, isn't it? And I think that leads right into the next one, which would be, what would blank do? And whoever blank might be in your scenario, right? You know, there's WWJD, uh, right? And then there's, what would Russell do? Or what would Zach do? Or what would Tracy do? Here's the thing. You're not going to know exactly what so-and-so would do unless you're them, right? The only person that really knows who is going to do what they're going to do is that person themselves. So there's really no a formula for success handed down through the generations that will tell you what would Bob Keogh or what would Russell Brunson or what would Elon Musk do in this scenario. The one thing they would do is not lose, all right? So again, this is going to loop right back to number one, going to have to step out take that risk. And then number two is, you know, get some input from experts and research and consultants and then make a damn decision. And then the next one, if you start concentrating on the competition out there versus on your abilities or your customers, yeah, I think that's probably a formula for failure. See, if you're out there focusing on what everyone else is doing in your marketplace, now, I'm not saying don't be aware of what they're doing, but if you're focusing on that, then you're starting to play their game. No, no, no. You want to focus on your customer and the way you best serve them in only the way you can. Now you're playing your game and let them come and try and beat you at your game. Because you know what? Here's the thing. Only you bring the magic sauce to your customer, right? They're going to have to come copy you in order to do that. So, right? so focus on the way you serve your customer the best way you know how. And that way you get them to come play your game. And let, let's spin on that for a quick moment. And why did I mention um, servicing the customer the best way you know how? Um, here's the thing. People will pay more 
for better service. So if you're out there delivering this excellent, top-notch, 100% titanium-level service to your customer, then they're going to have to come play your game and beat your customer's service levels. And then let's take that one step further. Your average um, well-served customer will tell five other people about this amazing service they're getting from you and your product and your service and your staff. However, if you don't serve them well, right, the average unsatisfied customer is going to tell 10 people. And yeah, I mean, that can help feed into this next one, which is it's going to cost, I believe it was three to five, maybe it's five to 10. I think it's five to 10 times more in cost, right? Just raw dollar cost to attract a new customer than it takes to service and retain a current one. Right. So where do you want to put your investment in? Right. And we've talked about this in the, uh, in the customer journey, right? You always want to have people going in the top of the funnel, but part of that magic sauce is keeping the current ones inside your ecosystem. Because again, it's going to cost you five to 10 times more to gain a new customer to replace one that exit out of your ecosystem. Now, this next one here, I want to, um, I want to share. It really doesn't concern a lot of, uh, my solo indiepreneurs because you have small, uh, tight knit organizations. But as organizations grow and God, I hope your organization is able to grow to a point where you're faced with this concern and you can address it. But when uh, decision-making and organizational, or let's call them administrative concerns, begin to take precedence over all others, then the creativity slows down. And you're, sometimes those administrative issues can become these bureaucratic red tape concerns. And then your, cro- your growth is going to come... <clears throat> screeching to a complete halt, right? So you want to keep yourself well-oiled, keep the decision-making process, you know, well-defined who this is your lane, this is your lane. Oh, and by the way, I have veto power, whatever, whatever way you want to do it. Maybe there's a, uh, an agreed balance, you know, and if we're talking about relationships here, right? Who makes what decisions, right? Shouldn't it be a 50-50? I'm a big fan of, you know, it's 50-50, but there may be arenas where someone has a little more as a 60-40 because they have more expertise, right? So be mindful of that. You want to keep the, the, let's call it the bureaucracy. You want to keep the, uh, everything well oiled and, and never get, let yourself be bogged down in these issues that kind of squelch your creativity and squelch your growth. And, and I think that kind of goes right into what I'll call this the next one is be inflexible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be inflexible, forget about it. You're going to hit a very hard ceiling on your ability to grow or your ability to earn income or your ability to be with someone, to enjoy a relationship with someone. You want to be a flexible thinker. You want to be able to put the emphasis on high quality strategic thinking you know you want to drive towards your values those principles that you completely believe in right and you want to focus on learning and in that learning you're going to get new ideas and new thoughts which is going to make you go say hmm that what i was thinking yesterday is not is the everything i thought it was going to be it's maybe it's a modified version of that and you're like maybe you're not doing a a 180 degree turn but maybe you're doing a 
two degree turn. You're like, yeah, what I was thinking was 98% correct, but here's the new 2% that I know, right? So if you're, if you hold on to some bias or some thought that you, you, you're refusing to change, even though you're learning that maybe it's not everything you thought it could, would be and could be, then there's probably a flaw in your framework or your principles or, or your strategy. All right. So keep learning, keep growing, keep thinking and keep flexible. And that spins me right into the next one in here is if you want to fail, look to someone else to do your thinking for you. Uh, 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 no, 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 sir. You want to be a thinker, a learner, and a doer. You want to keep that mind of yours that brought you to where you are right now as sharp as a damn tack, right? You want to keep flexing that mental muscle because if you start uh, uh, waning, you know, if you stop thinking and if you stop learning, then you're going to fall victim to the ideas and the systems of others. And others are, you know, I'm going to be, I'm just going to call it as I see it. They're going to be focused on their success and your success and theirs may align for a while, but I think in the long run, it probably will be more to their benefit than it would be to yours. So set yourself on a path of a lifelong pursuit of the growth of your mind via reading, via learning, via mentorships and coaching where you get their expertise and you make it a part of who you are, not have it override who you are. And everything that you read and learn, review it and say, all right, what is good? You've heard me say this before. Absorb what is useful and discard the rest. And then go back. I would also add you, you urge you to go back to something, uh, maybe a course you took or a book you read or heck, a video you watched that you found profound and impactful maybe a year or two or more ago and, and go over it again. Reread that book. Go back through that course. Re-listen to that video. Here's what's going to happen. Something new is going to pop out. You're going to go like, wow, because now you're ready to hear that part of the message that maybe you weren't ready to hear or weren't in a place to hear it back when you originally read that book, watched that movie, learned from that course. And I think the last one I want to leave you with is the feeling that's good enough. Oh, no, you do not even want to go there. And I don't think if you're the kind of person that's listening to this podcast or engaging in your entrepreneurial journey, that that's good enough is something that's good enough, <laughs> right? It's just not. I think that's the beginning of the end. If you start saying, okay, that'll work. That's good enough. No, 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 no. You want to be top notch, right? Hell yeah, you do. Nothing, nothing is ever going to change in anyone's world by mediocre thinking or mediocre performance. Complacency is a blight and it literally sucks your energy from you, dulls your attitude and drains your brain. And as I was just telling you, you need to pump that sucker up. You don't want to be draining from it. So the whole that's good enough. Nah, no, 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 no. It's really going to sap your life energy, your thought energy, and your motivational energy. You want to be pumped and go, all right, yeah, that's 
good enough, but I don't want to be good enough. I want to deliver titanium level satisfaction to my customer. And that's good enough is not good enough. You, my friend, want excellence. And you don't want it because it's policy, right? Or that's, you know, it's because it's who you are. It's a mindset. It's an attitude. It's become your way of thinking. You create a mindset of excellence in your world, in your business, in your relationships, in everything that you do. And you do that by modeling it, right? By, okay, when I get up, and I do this, I'm going to do it with excellence. I'm going to do my best. And is your best the best? You know what? I don't know. But as long as you're doing your best, you're putting your excellence into it, then that's going to continue to grow and keep you from diving into these eight ways to lose in life and business. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family. Well, that wraps up another awesome week here at the Dark Horse HQ. Heck, that wraps up a year and we're kicking off a new year. And I hope you hang out with us here for the next year or so or five or 20 or however long it is that we're going to be around. And trust me, we're going to be around for a bit. So come hang out with us and to keep getting all these daily success tips as well as the weekly interviews from the amazing entrepreneurs I'm able to get on. Be sure to go on down there, smash that subscribe button. And while you're there, drop us a five-star rating. Leave us some kind words in the review. When you do that, that helps us rise a little bit in the rankings, getting us exposed to even more entrepreneurs so we can keep bringing the value. And then come on over and join us in the Facebook group, right? Hang out, chat with us, ask your questions, and share your knowledge. Bring your excellence to the group. Go to facebook.com, put Dark Horse Tribe in that search bar, and we should be right there on the top. Come on in and hang out with us. If for some reason you can't find us that way, go to Dark, go, well, go to your favorite web browser, type in darkhorseschooling.com backslash Dark Horse Tribe, all one word, press enter, and that should take you right there. I look forward to meeting you in the group. All right. You know what's coming. You get out there. You run your race. You get your results and let me hear about them. Come over into the group and tell me all about it. Until next week, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.